worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You are listening to the Motherhood Unstressed Podcast, and I'm your host, Liz Carlisle. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm so excited that you're here today because I'm sharing the work of a truly amazing woman. Sometimes when you have conversations and the conversation ends and you still feel joy, you still feel excited from what was talked about, um, you know it's going to touch a lot of people and it's going to be special. And that's exactly how I feel uh, by sharing this conversation with you today. I'm speaking with Sina Kriti. She is the CEO and founder of Packly which is her version of the ancient Mexican alegrías, which means joy. It's made from puffed amaranth, quinoa, and millet. It's a highly nutritious ancient grain recipe uh, mixed in with organic chocolate and also fruits and nuts. And, you know, if you're like many people in this country, you have gluten sensitivities. All of her snacks are gluten-free. So she's bringing something from the ancient world into today in a way that's really pure and passionate. And I loved speaking with her about her own personal journey, because like any journey, it's filled with struggle and sacrifice and hard work and coming from a mother who who's in it in right now in the moment going through it. I think it's a really powerful lesson to share with you. So I'm thrilled to share it. I'm thrilled to give her a voice because she just really has an amazing story. And, um, I just still feel uplifted after speaking with her, so I know that you're going to feel that way too. So please enjoy this episode with Packley Foods founder, Sina Kriti. Well, hello, Sina. Welcome to the show. I'm so glad that you're here. Mm, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like you know, we talk a lot about health and nutrition on this show, but we don't always talk about the root of good nutrition and the root of, of people behind brands that are really putting out beautiful products into the world. But before we get into all of that, tell us about your, your origin story, how, you know, food and nutrition and, and creating something really beautiful and healthy for the world uh, became your life's work. Mm, wow. What a good question. Um so I've been always uh, involved around food and what food means to people, uh, the, the culture, the history, the symbolism of food. To me, food is, a, is the most important element of culture. It's the only element of culture that you can actually um, introduce to yourself. Uh, you can watch art, you can listen to music, um, you can go to pyramids, but you only eat food and it goes and becomes you. You are what you eat. So for years, I've been always searching however I could uh, talk about food and make it not, never to be forget or taken for granted. Um, and I've always, um, you know, loved my Mexican heritage and culture. And I appreciate folklore everywhere I go. And I've been out of Mexico for like 20 years. And this particular snack um, that I produce now is my childhood snack. I recreated it. Um, as best as I could, and in my own version, 
Um, I've always wanted to have my own, um, not necessarily snack company, but my own manufacturing company or something that I could produce with my hands. I've been involved mm-hmm. with bread making and I'm just very um, sens- sensorial. I love, I love to touch things. And, and this is uh, the perfect match. And it didn't come easy. I've been searching for like 20 years wow. to, to see what I could come across with. And it came in a very important time of my life, a very uh, difficult time during the pandemic. And, and it, I just, was able to finally specify into something that made sense. And once you find that specific thing that resonates, then the energy is unstoppable. I don't know mm. if I answered your question or if I rumbled. I will. <laughs> what was that moment like where you found that specific thing? Because I feel like that's for so many women and men, that's the thing that they're lacking and they're looking for. Mm. Um, to me, it was a incredible enlightening moment um the struggle for years of trying to find what could what I could produce was so immense like I could see my friends because I left Mexico and we've been moving and moving every four or five years to a different location so I was never really able to have roots and start something from 20 years ago and see the results now. And I see my friends that are in Mexico and they have beautiful food emporiums in whatever they do. We have a chocolate, a friend that's a chocolatier and everybody has grown their businesses incredibly. And I always felt like, why haven't I been able to? And I I came across so many different ideas and they never flourished because they were never, they were all over the place. So I had kind of been researching this Alegrias, this Amaranth, this Amaranth um, product, and I already had samples, but it came, I think I had to reach bottom, and I had to be during this anguishing pandemic time with my kids at home with, uh, with no help, and, and I actually had been applying for a full-time job that fell through, so I didn't have any direction, and, but I had those samples of chocolate and amaranth in my house. And I said one day, not even thinking about a business, just get up of the couch and get those ingredients and try to see what you can do with those samples. They were so rusty and so not there, but I invited mm-hmm. friends to try them and they really, really liked them. And they said, Sina, you might have something here. So I just continued and with, um, with my kids at home, I would at night try to do my research and understand my ingredients. And then I started developing this whole plan around it. So the packaging and the, the marketing, not the marketing, but the, the image of the brand came about with my designer. And I was telling him, I want this colors. I want the Mexican colors. And everything was making sense. And I, mm. I don't want to say that it was easy. Once I had it clear, once I knew that I wanted to recreate the snack, that I wanted the colors of Oaxaca, Mexico, that I needed it to be the best ingredients possible, all organic, all gluten-free. All. So once everything was clear, I think the word clarity is the most important thing in this process. Once I reached that clarity, there was no way to, there was no way to stop me. This episode is sponsored by Masa. Masa is a fitness company based out of Atlanta, Georgia. They have hundreds of on-demand workouts and recoveries for everyone, new movers and athletes alike, 300 and growing. 
Podcast listeners can get 30 days free on top of a 14-day trial with the coupon code MOTHERHOODUNSTRESSED30. Now, after 44 days, a subscription of just $9.99 per month is available to you. Now, remember, these are workouts that fit every schedule. Whether you have 10, 30, or 60 minutes, you're going to be able to get it in in a creative way. And they're actually enjoyable, driven by music and amazing coaching. So if you are someone who has been looking for an extra push, an extra hand to help you up, this is where you want to go. So be sure to download the Masa app on your smartphone and use my code MOTHERHOODUNSTRESS30 to save. Um, and then everything started falling into place. Then I found a commercial kitchen that helped me get all my, my licenses. And then I, um, my designer, I told him, I want colors. I actually have it here. I said, I want the colors of the fabrics of Oaxaca. And, mm-hmm. and he gave me the first try was... This, this colorful packaging that he gave, that wow. he designed for me. So everything made sense. People, when they see my product, they say, what have you done before this? Your product seems so evolved and so out already. What were you involved? And I said, this is my first business. But I guess there's late bloomers and there's people that take very long to finally accomplish. I don't want to say I'm accomplished. I'm just beginning and I'm not, I'm not profitable yet, but... I, what I what I what I think is the biggest accomplish is being able to finally grab that energy and run with it. it to me, it's a mag- It was a magical moment, and I and I and I and I relish on the idea of of understanding it and, and naming it. Yeah, yeah. Because I like I said, I think like so many of us. We have so much energy, but we don't know exactly where to direct it. And then we try this and we try this. And then we think if it doesn't take off, then we're failures. But to me, it's almost like you don't know what you don't know. And you have to go down these other paths before you find the right one to even know what you don't want. Like knowing what you don't want and what you don't end up liking is just as important, if not more, than finding that golden path. And you realize, okay, this is my mission. This is my vocation. And I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to give it my 100%. So hearing that from you, I think, gives so much life to the listeners um, because it's like, okay, this is a real woman who went through real struggles. You know, the, we all went through the pandemic. We've all had kids and we're pulling our hair out and she made it, she did it. And she's continuing to do it. I think that's beautiful. Mm, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and all throughout, um, you know, with very little resources, I didn't want to have any outside resource. I didn't want my husband to get involved in that sense. I really pulled out $7,000 and that's how it, how it came about. Um, and all I know is hustle. So I've been hustling mm-hmm. the, the, mar- the farmer's market scene for two years every weekend and I'm getting myself known and I have huge repeat business. Um, people see my face and they recognize my product and they, I, I get beautiful feedback from, from people that try it. And they say that, that they could feel the love in my snack that I put into it. Um, so I think that is a, it's a beautiful feedback, no? When, when whatever you're making is transpired from your hands through the snack, through the yeah. people, and then they can express it. Um, but I think it all comes with the, with the learning experience and with the struggle and, and, um, and then you have to constantly reevaluate and change and, and, um, you know, um, 
and carry the consequences of your actions. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that brings an interesting point. What would you tell yourself when you were just starting out two years ago? You know, what would you tell a young woman who's looking to start something like this and, and create a brand and a life for herself and her family? What do you know now that you didn't know then that you wish you would have known? I don't think I, I can consider myself someone to give that advice. I think that it's, it's the only thing that I would say is that, um, we all have something to give. And, um, it all, I think it all comes from just being able to listen to yourself, um, and to your needs and let it flow. Wow. I think allowing your, inner self to just come out and show up. Um, and, and there's so many signals out there. It's just, you have to let, you have to let yourself see them. Um, sometimes it's just helping others. Sometimes it's working for others. It doesn't have to be your own enterprise and you don't have to be an entrepreneur. You know, it just has to be doing, uh, what's right for you at the moment. Um, respecting others. Mm. Um, this episode is sponsored by Mommy Makeup. There's a saying, necessity is the mother of invention. Well, it's also the mother of Mommy Makeup. After being a professional makeup artist for over 20 years, Deborah Rubin Roberts had the privilege to work with some of the best brands and talent in the beauty industry. But it was when she became a mom that everything changed, and she developed her own makeup line, Mommy Makeup, clean beauty for busy women. She figured that if she needed cosmetics that were fast and easy to use and gave makeup artists quality results, surely other women did too. And she was right. Everything in mommy makeup is talc-free, paraben-free, cruelty-free, non-comedogenic, which just means it won't clog your pores, multitasking, and made in the United States. Now, I love the triple stick. I use it on my lips, my cheeks, and my eyes, and it just knocks out so much time when I'm trying to rush out the door um, and get to work and still look beautiful and presentable. And one thing that I love about her products is that they really do last all day. So if I'm on set all day, I know I can rely on the lipstick. It's going to stay there um, and look great the whole entire day. So if you are interested in checking them out for yourself, be sure to take advantage of their free color consultation service and you get 10 bucks off when you do that. It's just someone walking you through and helping you pick the best colors for you based on a picture of you with no makeup on. And it really does help. It really makes the process that much better. Um, it's a win-win for the company and for you. Um, and be sure if you do see anything that you love, use my code unstressed to save. And you can just head over to mommymakeup.com to learn more. Yeah. Do you do anything in particular in your day to kind of get centered or to to connect with your inner being so that you can listen to those whispers to that greater calling within you? Um, I wish I would say I do. I wish I would say I meditate or, <laughs> or that I, I do yoga. Um, I, I just, I'm very uh, reflective. Um, I've always loved psychoanalysis. I've, I've been doing therapy for years. That is my way of analyzing my life. Um, I am not an expert in listening to myself. I have so much work to do, um, but this is a huge step for me. Being um, having accomplished this, I think is a huge um, listening starting point for me. Um, I think exercise and and every day I try to understand 
uh, what I what I'm doing. Um, no, I wish I would say that I was more of a contemplative, meditative person. No, but I think that's completely honest. And I think that so many of us are in that position. You know, we're we're doing the best that we can. We're living our lives. We're mothers, we're wives, we're entrepreneurs, we're workers, you know, we're all in it. Like, it's not like you can really prepare, you know, and, and have this perfect day. It's like, you go, you know, and you do the best that you can. What do your kids think about this business venture and what you're putting out and, and the reaction from fans and and customers? What do they say to you? This is a beautiful question. Um, it comes with it, it's a, it's a, it comes from two points of view. On one hand, they have the mom that is not as present as before. I used to. I've never taken full time jobs because I've always wanted to pick up my kids from school. So they don't have. They never had this mom that has sacrificed them until now. And now I am a mom that is not on the weekends at home, and that produces on Mondays until 10, eight o'clock at night and has a market on Thursday. So they, they have a mom that's much less present and they have a dad that is juggling them much more than he used to. Um, it's, it's a very hard sacrifice. When you see it on that side, it's been extremely hard and more the way I've chosen it to be the hustling way on the weekends in farmer's markets. Hopefully I'll grow and, and be wiser and, and just sell more online and, and hire people to help me. Um, so on one side, there's a lot of sacrifice for them. And my little one has a lot of anxiety. Um, and she, she, she always asks me if I am going to sleep her at night. It's, it's really hard. Mm. Um, but then a very wise friend that saw me in a very stressed moment told me, Sina, you don't know what you're giving to your kids. You're, you're giving an incredible, um, example to your daughter because she, she will see that she she can be a woman of fight and that she can have a successful company and start something with such force. So they are seeing that. Um, they, they're still not huge results economically. So they, they still don't see that, oh yeah, mommy is very successful. But they, they, I think they appreciate what I do. And Everybody, all of my, my whole family loves my, my product. It is something that they, it brings people joy. It's chocolate mm -hmm. and it's delicious. And it's, um, so it, it, it makes, it doesn't make anybody tired and, um, they are proud. I'm just, um, hoping that I can manage my family well throughout this, this process. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think it goes back to that modeling behavior. You know, mm -hmm. you were modeling someone who was strong and driven and passionate. And no matter what happens, that is a lesson that they'll have the rest of their lives. Mm -hmm. um, but I think when you come at anything with that kind of energy, it's pure and people see that. And then you taste the food and it's delicious. Uh, you can't go wrong. So I have no doubt this will be a great success. Um, mm -hmm. Let's talk about uh, more about your non-negotiables. You know, when you're creating this line, um, you said it was organic. You said, you know, everything had to be a certain way. Can you talk a little bit about what makes Packley so different? Of course, that's a beautiful question. Um, so the, 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 the Alegrias in Mexico are a street snack that is made with puffed amaranth and people in Mexico are very accustomed to them. They are made with non-organic chocolate, very bad quality milk chocolate. And 
and something called piloncillo, which is like an unprocessed cane sugar. Nothing is organic in that process. Um, but interestingly enough, amaranth is this very nutritious superfood, ancient grain, and it's just common knowledge in Mexico. I, when I started this, doing the research, I just wanted to be as, as pure as possible. If, if I was going to choose a chocolate, it had to be organic and it had to be the best quality. Um, it was very challenging to find an all organic line of white milk and dark chocolate. It, mm -hmm. it was not easy. Even the best brands out there could not have. So I finally found this Italian company that has the best quality chocolate. Um, the grains were another challenge to find. I was, uh, in, I insisted on using the amaranth, of course, but then I found this um, gluten-free, all-organic company that provided me. So I did all this sampling and I came across quinoa and millet, also puffed. And then I realized that the combination of all of those things, all of those grains was even better than the ones that I tried in Mexico. And I did the sampling for my friends, um, some Mexican friends, and they, they liked them better than the ones oh. there. Um, I just, it didn't start as a, I want to have a gluten-free snack. It just happened because all of those ingredients are gluten-free. It was obvious that I had to do it organic. I'm not even yet certified organic. I don't have the budget, but I just needed them to. And I knew that people would read labels, the ones that want to eat my product, and it says organic. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it's, it, there, to me, there's no point in doing it another other ways. Maybe cost-wise, it would be more effective for me, but it just doesn't, I want to stand out with that. There's so much care. It's, I, I took so much um, pride in, in colors and the packaging and the, the structure of everything that why would I not put the best ingredients in them mm. as well as the fruits? Um, yeah. I love that. And, and I was just, I hosted a show not too long ago about the epidemic of people with gluten issues. Um, mm -hmm. And we're talking about kids, you know, mm -hmm. the food in America is trash in so many ways. And you have these children coming up who have all of these sensitivities to food and eczema and all the skin issues that result from that. So to have something that you can throw in their lunchbox or throw in their, you know, their backpack for snack, um, that's going to be healthy for them and also going to taste great and make them happy in their day and not bogged down and tired and fatigued. Like that's life-changing that, that has karmic implications beyond mm -hmm. just you're making a delicious snack that you really care about. Like you're affecting the next generation and how they study at school and how they play and how they physically feel in their bodies. Like this is much bigger then I think you even realize in this moment, like, I think I'm just echoing probably what your, your inner being already knows is this is changing lives for the better. And it's, and it's something that, you know, will affect families all over the country, all over the world. So I think that that's really special. Yeah. Thank you. I asked actually a few days ago, I got a beautiful review from one of my farmer's markets clients. And this mom shows up every Thursday with her daughter that's jumping to buy her packly every week. And she gets a 10 pack every, every time. And um, the mom doesn't even like chocolate, but she knows her daughter is addicted to my snacks. And uh, <laughs> without me asking, she did this beautiful Facebook review. And she says, my daughter is addicted to these snacks. And I love them because you can feel the love she puts into them. Mm. Um and just the name also says it, uh, the name Pakli, that means, uh, that means joy and alegrias mean joy. Um, 
So it's just like an all rounded way of um, of trying to express that to people. Um, and people really, really get it. Uh, again, not everybody that tries my snack likes them. Some people are not familiar with such different textures. Um, when somebody asked me if it was bird food, you know, I, I get it all. <laughs> I get it all in my markets, but that's the, that's the beauty of being in contact face to face to, to people every day. Um, you get so much, so much feedback, um, and, and data and insight, uh, on your product. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Do you, do you see yourself ever expanding into other products, you know, derived from ancient folklore or, you know, from your country, your home country? So, yes, I will. I would love to expand. Um, I actually have like a second byproduct line that is the pops and they came as a very, um, coincidental way when I produce, since everything is handmade, we have a, handmade we have a lot of crumbs left over and I was bagging them and taking them home and giving giving them away until my the lady that works with me said Tina you need to start selling them so I finally won a grant and I and I did this bigger packaging for the Paclid Puffs which is just a byproduct but then I I like have to create them especially because I sell a lot more um so I would love to continue that line of products in a more expansive way. I think the sprinkling and, and the and the um, clusters really resonate to people. And I also want to expand into a bite-sized option because that's the feedback that I'm constantly getting. That people are telling me that they are very large and they break in their in their in their hands and they crumble. So I want to build them into a bite size. So then I could expand into a bigger line. It's just such, it's very hard to create another flavor because you have to go to the packaging and to the research mm -hmm. and development. So it's a huge endeavor. And since I'm myself and myself doing this whole thing, I have to, I have to be very specific into my actions. If not, I don't accomplish anything. But yeah, I want to expand the line and I also want to at some point understand how to do a more savory option of a mm -hmm. snack. Um, but it has to be in the same line of wise food. So to me, the ancient grains are called like that for a reason and they it's it's a magical thing. I'm gonna go into food history now, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to me, like Quinoa that comes from from the Incas, from the Peru region. It, that was the grain of the Incas. And those cultures knew what they needed without starting nutrition. Amaranth is from the Aztecs and also from the Mayans. And they used to use it in, the Aztecs used to use it in ceremonies. It was like a gift to their gods. Mm. They knew it was a very high protein grain. And those two cultures when they were invaded by by Spain, um, conquered by Spain, those since they were so revered, they were demolished. They were they were taken out of the culture. They almost disappeared, wow. and then and then they came back to the culture, and now they are expanding. But there's also you know all of those ancient ways of preparing foods are so important to preserve. Um, uh, so, yeah, I think there's so much to do in that sense. And I always want to honor um, 
what food is and what it means to people and what it meant before to other cultures. So if I am going to create another line of product, it will not just be for commercial reasons. It has to be for a purpose of, of naming something that has a value. And, and if, if I have to talk more to explain it, it's okay. If I have to say, Pakli means joy for this, you know, I, who, I only say it to people that ask. Um, if they're not interested, it's okay. But I think it's so important and people get it and appreciate it. I think so. I think we're all hunger, hungry for a connection to the past, a connection to an ancient knowledge that has been lost over the years and squashed and been replaced with chemically laden, not even real food products. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know, I think in a lot of ways, COVID did wake us up to health and and what real health is and how powerful and how rich you are when you do have true health. And uh, I think that's going to trump everything else um, moving forward. And you are a bastion to the past and you're bringing it, you know, into the now and it's so needed. It's almost like this perfect timing of events, you know, and you're, you're in it and you're doing this work. I think that's so important. Um, but we're almost to the end of time. Do you have any message that you feel called to share with the listener today about Packley, about you, about the work that you're doing, anything, anything at all? Oh, wow. Thank you for that. I should have thought about this before. <laughs> um, no, I just would, you know, would invite you to, to try my product, uh, to, to let me know if you like it and um, to ask me questions if you need and to open yourself up to understanding that other cultures have so much to give and um, to open yourself up to the fact that um, flavors can be different um, and, and to let the, you know, Buckley get into your life um and that's it I don't know I don't I don't know if I if I need to say anything else no I think you've definitely covered it and in such a beautiful way um how can our listener find you online order Packley and just learn more about you yeah um so my website is uh foods.com p-a-k-t-l-i foods.com um, and I have an Instagram and a Facebook, same weekly foods. And uh, on my website, you can find all my products, get the variety packs and puffs. And then I have a beautiful holiday box that you can get for your last minute Christmas um, needs. And that is something also beautiful because it is a holiday box that I wanted to, since my my product is based in the fabrics and textiles from Oaxaca. So I had this uh, group of women uh, create a thousand pieces of these handmade fabrics wow. with the colors of with the colors of my of my packaging. So this box includes that and their story and my story because I I wanted to just go full circle and honor them too. Um, and yeah, that's it. I, I really thank you for the opportunity of of uh, giving you my voice too, and I loved your questions. Oh, my pleasure. It was an honor to have you here, Sina. Thank you so much for the work that you're doing, the sacrifices that you're making and the nutrition and the joy that you're bringing to every customer and every listener that's tuning in right now. Mm, Thank you so much. This episode is sponsored by Pakli. Pakli means joy in Nahuatl, the language of the Aztecs. It's one of the ancient cultures that revered amaranth. 
Their founder, Sina Criti, grew up in Mexico eating alegrías, which also means joy, a snack dating to the 16th century made from puffed amaranth and honey or chocolate. Pacli is her version of the ancient Mexican alegrías. Pacli has puffed amaranth, quinoa, and millet, highly nutritious ancient grains that are also considered superfoods. They mix those grains with high-quality organic ingredients, including chocolates, whole dried fruits, and nuts. There's never any additives, and it's always preservative-free. I love snacking on Pakli with my coffee, but my kids also love it in their lunches or as their morning snack. They always ask for it, and my son Nash loves the dark chocolate, which is uh, vegan. So Pakli is geared towards the adventurer food lover that appreciates other cultures and is inquisitive. It brings joy in every bite and will keep you coming for more. And that's something that you don't have to feel guilty about. You're going to be, you know, soothing that sugar, sugary sweet tooth, but you're doing it with foods that are packed with nutrition. So if you would like to try out Pakli for yourself, head on over to packlyfoods.com. That's P-A-K-T-L-I foods.com. And be sure to use my code motherhood15 to save 15%. This Valentine's Day, Dunkin's got the perfect pairings to show your love. So get down on one knee with a dozen brownie batter donuts and a cocoa mocha signature latte. Or make them swoon with a strawberry dragon fruit Dunkin' refresher with a Cupid's Choice Donut. Are you ready for love? America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer.